Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed. Now, Steve Jordahl's in with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well, thank you. And your first story is? Let's talk about the Senate, a victory in the Senate that we had uh, yesterday. Who had? Uh, Republicans, conservatives. Is that had. we? That I, yes, I guess I must admit I'm a Republican on the air. But conservatives. Conservatives. Right. Yes. Okay. There gotcha. was a. There was. We've been talking for several months now about this bill S one or H R one when it was in the House. It's the sweeping voting grab rights uh, bill uh, that would federalize voting uh, all across the nation. And a lot of people have said that it would be if passed, the last um, you, we would never have fair elections ever again. Well, yesterday it went down in flames. After it did not like the Brindenburg, just like the Hindenburg, or the the Hindenburg too, but the Brindenburg, <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> well, they were anyway. I don't have time for that story. Go ahead, <laughs> you tell me offline. <laughs> but they didn't get the sixty votes they needed uh, to overcome what's called cloture, and so the the bill is gone. Yeah, not to say that they won't find another bill that does something of the same. Uh, Joe Manchin has one out there that's still unacceptable, but more moderate. So, but that was a Big victory right now for Republicans. Well, and a big failure for the Democrats because that was that was one of their top two or three agenda items that they wanted to get done, and now it's not going to happen. It was one. They, they number the bills by their yeah, well, priorities. That's true. Well, I think you you will see it again next year, probably tucked into whatever bill they're going to try to pass using reconciliation, where you don't have to have yeah. sixty votes. To pass it, you can do that once a year, but it's got to be connected somehow to economics or finances. I'm guessing they'll try to find a way to to, to just kind of slip it in because this is – they have campaigned on this. This has been like a promise that they've made. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you have used almost apocalyptic uh, language Yeah, that this is to save our democracy. Right. I don't think they're going to quit, but it is good that – uh, that those who have no problem with people voting without being able to identify themselves, it is good that those people lost. So we got breaking news here. Biden Garland, that's the AG, unveiled crime prevention plan. Do you know anything about this, Steve? Nope. First I've seen it. I, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll have it for you tomorrow. Um, but no, I'm not aware of that. I, I, my head was down earlier getting ready for, for the show. Let me, let me, if you want to talk amongst yourselves, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, well, it, th- this was... <laughs> we'll, a, we'll find out something. Y- yesterday was a story put forth that uh, President Biden would be uh, today having a press conference to tell us how he was going to deal with violent crime, the rise of violent cri- crime in our country. Uh, and I predicted they would talk about gun control. They are, actually. As I'm reading it now. Uh, this is from but, CNBC. Uh, he will out. He outlined several actions on Wednesday that his administration is taking to curb the recent rise in violent crime and gun violence. So, now the president is supposed to speak this afternoon, so I'm guessing he'll okay. be fleshing that out in yeah, his speech. It, yeah, it'll be 
we'll see what he says. Yesterday, I predicted a hodgepodge mm-hmm. approach, a scattershot approach, if you will, sort of, by President Biden. He will probably this afternoon announce some kind of gun control measures that he wants to push. Then he's going to pivot to white supremacy being the, you know, the number one threat to our country and what's causing the rise in violent crime in inner city America. Right. Right. Big inner cities are just loaded with white supremacists just running amok, running wild. Huh? Yes. Have you not seen these videos? Jesse Smollett. Look at that. He couldn't even go get him a Subway fake tuna sandwich <laughs> at 2 in the morning. Oh, you're, you're brutal. At 2 in the morning without being a, assaulted by two white guys in MAGA hats. That's right. In the middle of Chicago. If that doesn't prove. When it was 20 below. Yes. That's how committed 20, those. It was 20 degrees. That's how committed those white supremacists are. Yes. They will go hunt down Jesse Smollett. In the middle of the night, knowing he's going to go out for a Subway sandwich at 2 a.m. and hide and go after him. Yes. And then they'll leave a noose hanging around. And then Jesse will walk, walk back to his apartment wearing a noose. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Because he forgot it was there. Because everyone living in the inner city, they're terrified of white supremacists. Yeah. I mean, come on. I just, the whole well, argument, I, I, the I whole think, idea. I is do just, think Biden's going to, he's going to, he's going to mix in some white supremacy. He's got to. This afternoon somewhere. He's called anyway. them the number one threat. Yeah. So guns, guns will be, you know, guns walk around too. <laughs> Gun violence, guns walk around every day in America. Guns committing violence. Yeah. I was talking to you yesterday and uh, when it comes to, People shooting other people, murder, carjackings, robberies. The Democrats want to talk about gun violence. When the police shoot somebody, they talk about police brutality. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? So let me get this straight. And I'm not talking about whether somebody has a uniform on or not. I'm just talking about human beings and right. inanimate objects like guns. Right. So it's not the fault of the human when they are a thug and a criminal, but it is the fault of the human when they are a police officer. That's right. Okay. Why don't, to be fair, we when a police officer shoots somebody, we just, just call it gun violence. Right. <laughs> That's right. Am That's I right? right? If you're going right. to if you're going to, to follow this line of reasoning, could call it work workplace violence. It's their workplace. It's the their workplace. Yeah. No, but that that's a, that, that's a very, a very good argument because the narrative changes depending on who the quote unquote victim of the shooting is or who who uses the gun. Yes. So when you're talking about police, the narrative is the police are brutal. It's got nothing to do with gun violence. Right. That, and that's, but when the thugs uh, kill, murder, maim, and rob, then we blame the gun. Right. It's gun violence. And gun dealers. And gun dealers. The, the dealers. And are, as I said yesterday, and it bears repeating because it is, and I didn't come up with this, although I'd like to claim it. And if nobody claims it in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start claiming it. Yeah. If, if I don't get an email from somebody saying, I said this first. Right. I'm just going to say, well, you didn't claim this 
word of right. br- brilliance. You had 48 hours. You had 48 hours. But blaming a gun for a shooting is like blaming the pencil for a misspelled word. Oh, no, you didn't come up with that. No, I, I didn't. No. And I admit that, but so, I'm going to claim it as my own. Oh, I see. I've heard no, that. If nobody emails, emails me and says that <laughs> they, they, to, they, you know what I'm saying? Yes, kind of like a I lost do. wallet. Yes. <laughs> you know what and I'm saying? You have 30 days. Yeah. Let me just say one other thing, too, uh, because I, I pointed this out to you, just, uh, another horrific shooting. I think this was in Chicago where this Hispanic couple shot in the street. Okay. And, and I showed you the video. I got it from Univision. And we're not going to post that because it's horrifying. But um, so this guy comes up and just in the street, just pulls out a gun and shoots. Okay. I'm just telling you right now, I I can't prove this, but I am 99.9% sure of this, that the person who pulled the trigger and shot those two unarmed people did not buy the gun at a gun dealer from a gun dealer. Okay. How do I know that? Because that's how you trace guns. And they don't want their guns traced, so they buy these guns illegally. If you go after gun dealers who sell, for the most part, to legitimate customers wanting to use their Second Amendment rights to own a gun, you go after them and say, we're going to crack down on them and that legal transaction to stop the shooting I'm referencing in Chicago, it's not going to work because the shooter in Chicago didn't buy his gun from the gun dealer. I'm reading up a little bit more on this uh, Biden plan. And to your point, Ed, uh, in what the administration officials are hailing as an historic policy, and this is from Time Magazine, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, a subsidiary of the Justice Department, is also announcing Wednesday that it will revoke the licenses of any federal firearms dealer the first time they violate federal law and notify them about transferring any remaining inventory, meaning they're going to grab the guns. Um, In addition, the DOJ is spearheading an initiative to curb illegal gun trafficking in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and D.C. All right, let let me talk about the elephant in the room for just a minute. Over 50% of all violent crime in this country, I believe... Uh, uh, that's brought is committed by African-American males, probably between the ages of 15 and 30. All right. So you're talking about roughly 3% of the population committing over half of violent crimes with guns. The dem that is a problem. That is not, a, that's not really that so much of a problem for rural America. But for inner city America, big city America, which is uh, predominantly black, their young male population has a serious violence problem, all right? It's in the news every day. We see it every day. This Puerto Rican couple that was gunned down in Chicago, execution style, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. All right, it looks like to me it's uh, young black men, gangs. That exists because they don't have daddies in the homes anymore. So you have young African-American girls having five and six kids out of wedlock by the time they're 30 or 35, which don't have daddies, 
in the home to discipline them or to help help them. Poverty increases exponentially. I mean, your chances of being in poverty uh, are much, much higher if you're a single mother, right? So we have this uh, uh, we have this generational problem, ongoing problem in the African American community, particularly in the inner cities, and it's out of control with these young black males that are involved in gang activity or drug activity or violent crime, and so. The Democrats, and that won't change until those, the, the African-American community itself says, you know what, we got to start promoting marriage again and, like, and, and, and having two parents and fatherhood. This has to, we can't blame the white man for this. <laughs> We're going to have to deal with this ourselves in our own community. Well, and you, and, and you also can't blame gun dealers. And you can't blame gun dealers. But okay, here's where I'm going with this. So we all we all know that's the elephant in the room here. That's uh, and, and until that those problems are addressed, this 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 violence is uh, this out of control violence in big city America in particular is just going to get worse. What 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 Democrats like Biden don't want to do is offend black voters. Okay, they think that they're going to offend black voters. So because that's a ninety percent voting block. So Biden can't get up there today and say, you know what, uh, we, I'm appealing to African Americans to uh, reinstitute their marriage as a priority, and fathers raise your children and don't have sex out of wedlock. Right. Now whites do this too. Sure. But not to, not to the degree that you find it among African Americans. I'm talking about seventy. Three percent of babies born without a dad. Right. Okay. So imagine if Biden got up there today and said, "So I'm in order to curb violent crime in America, which is committed by mostly by African American males by the ages of 15 to 30. I'm calling on I'm calling on the African American community to help me reinstitute marriage and family and fatherhood as a value. That way we can." save more African-American lives. Right. And it helps America, helps our country. That's the first thing I want to call on today. And, and so what if Biden did that this afternoon? Well, and and he would need to say, and we're going to examine federal policy to make sure that through welfare and so we're not encouraging unwed motherhood. Right. We want to encourage the father to remain in the home and marry the mom. Okay. Right. No, he would be done. Why, but why would he be done? Because that would be an honest because assessment. It, it, and that's not, how is that racist? That's not racist. That's just stating facts. But that is not the prevailing narrative on the left, which now runs the so per, Democrat so Party. So personal, this is what, one of the things I want. So personal accountability for your actions in life is not something the Democrats want to promote. In fact, that is a conservative has considered a conservative and therefore racist take on the problems affecting the black community because the problems affecting the black community are the result of systemic racism not a lack of personal responsibility and the fact that you're saying 
that it's a lack of personal responsibility means you're part of the racist system because okay, you're excusing your white privilege. Is what you and just racism. described critical race theory? It's a, it would be part of it. Big part of it. Yeah. But it is, but, but critical race theory includes some other things, but this has been the narrative on the far left, especially for decades that it's, that, that's why, that's why, that's why you don't hear very rarely. Do you hear, you used to hear people like Bill Cosby say it, right. of course, now he turned out to be a pervert, but Denzel Washington said it. Uh, Tucker Carlson was playing a clip from five or six years ago of Don Lemon, who he calls Don Lemon, saying it on air on CNN. Saying what? Saying that there, we need father, black fathers. He just what you said. Fatherlessness. Fatherlessness is driving the violence in the inner cities. But you don't hear that anymore because the the narrative is systemic racism. That's the problem. But that's how you get by without holding people personally accountable for their actions. Right. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Because they're oppressed. Yeah. People act out when they're angry. So you have five children out of wedlock because you're oppressed? The system. It's a system, man. These these people can't. What system? It's the systemic racist system keeping these folks from succeeding. <laughs> you're keeping them in poverty. So they can't. Okay. All right. That, so, that's, hey, that's their hey, argument. I know. I, I yeah. see what you're saying here. That argument is. Um, that argument is doesn't make any sense but that i understand what you're saying how they say it yeah but uh yeah i'm not arguing for yeah. it i'm just explaining that's you look, that's you look at the poverty numbers uh, it's just uh if you have a two-parent home father mother raising children uh they're not in poverty nearly as much as a single mother that's black white otherwise right. doesn't matter hispanic whatever a single mother because a lot of times they're 16, 17, they drop out of high school. Yes. They drop out of high school, and then they try to get a job. How can they get a job? They've got a kid at home. So then they get on welfare, and it's a generational yes. problem. So you have to break that cycle. How do you break that cycle? You and teach you teach uh, morality. You teach values. You teach personal responsibility. That's the way to solve that problem and single motherhood by the way and kids out of wedlock is increasing in the white population like too. Four, it was like 43 i think 43%. and 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 as that increases poverty will increase in that demographic as well oh yeah this is just the it way it doesn't life matter works. your skin color the right. principles are the same yes uh so all right go ahead steve next story well speaking of crt I'll, we've been talking about parents who are upset with school boards Florida is deciding to be proactive with this. Governor Ron DeSantis has announced a new state program where it's going to require schools to teach civics and patriotism, and it will require high school students to learn about the evils of communism and totalitarian ideology. I want you to listen to cut five. The bill also expands our previous efforts in civics to add a requirement for the high school government class that um, students receive instruction on the evils of communism and totalitarian ideologies. We want all students to understand the difference. Why would somebody flee uh, across shark-infested waters, say, leaving from Cuba to come to southern Florida? Uh, why would somebody leave a place like Vietnam? Why would people leave these countries uh, and risk their life to be able to come here? It's important that students understand that. 
Now, as part of this bill, Florida will create a Portraits and Patriotism Library so students can learn about real patriots who came to this country after seeing the horrors of these communist regimes. <laughs> I think I think Governor DeSantis of Florida just lays awake at night looking at the ceiling going, how can I tick off the left tomorrow? <laughs> huh? Uh, what can we do tomorrow just to just to drive the left nuts? You, you know what's what's going to happen in this country is that you're going to have states like Florida being run by individuals like Governor DeSantis, Texas, other states. You're going to have red states promoting love of country, an understanding of founding principles. They're going to be anti-communist, anti-socialist, and you're going to have blue states doing the opposite. Blue states are going to be teaching their kids that America is racist, that it's always been racist. What's this? Who was this person that said uh, that we need a new flag? I think it was a singer or something. Steve, you Macy might know. Gray. Is yeah, name. Is she a singer. One of these yes. millionaire singers in evil America. Yeah, we need to change the flag. It doesn't represent everybody. You're going to have blue states teaching that and red states teaching the opposite. We are going to get even more polarized yeah. in this nation. Is that possible? I, I think it's coming. I'm not sure how it could be possible, but Steve, uh, let's let's do this beauty queen pageants. Uh, it's always a fun thing. I don't uh, think they, you're supposed to call them that anymore. Steve. I, maybe not, but I don't know what you call them. But I don't think beauty beauty pageants is. They've come a long way, baby. <laughs> I want to play you a clip. Oh man, you're going to hear two pageant uh, contestants. One is Miss. Uh, or uh, American team. Don't, don't give her name. Say, don't give her name. Yeah, bless she'll, her heart. She'll never live this from down. South Carolina. Yeah. yeah, this is from a few years ago. Yes, and then you're going to hear um, New Jersey, Miss New Jersey, uh, and her name I will give is Justine Murray, answering a question. Let's listen to this. I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere, like such as, and I believe that they should. Uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa. Hi, Justine. Hello. What is the most important issue your generation is facing today and why? Our generation is experiencing an epidemic of censorship and entitlement. And it's because our professors and our celebrities are teaching students to be narcissists, to believe that any view that differs from their own is an existential threat. And this is what I experienced on my own campus with censorship to the point where people believe that speech is violence so that they can threaten other people with violence simply because they disagree with them. Justine Murray, putting her name on the map. So Did speak. she win? Yes. Uh, no, the, um, I don't know if it's over yet. It uh, probably was. That's, longest be- that's the longest beauty pageant <laughs> I've ever heard of. Probably have what do you mean, a 24 hour beauty pageant? I don't know. <laughs> like a Jerry Lewis <laughs> beauty day, pageant? It's a three day competition. This <laughs> is <laughs> like Olympic trials. But you know? now I will say, now the first girl, I'm glad we didn't mention her name because it go- she goes on for another 30 seconds. Yeah, but oh, yeah. she's owned it yeah. since. Yes, yeah, she has. But that, She that was, was a teenager. Miss South Carolina, we won't give her name. It went viral. Yes. It was hilarious because she was asked a question about something, and she just – She got just, lost. She just freewheels it. Okay? Yes. Okay? <laughs> like, 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 like I have a few times when people ask me about something I'm supposed to know about that I don't know. Yeah. You know, you just sort of copy it from the encyclopedia. Right. So to speak. Yeah, Justine Murray did not win, by the way. Huh? Justine Murray did not win the pageant. She didn't? No, Alyssa Sullivan did. 
Okay. I, 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 listen, any any young lady who Such said as. what she said <laughs> is probably not going to win in New Jersey. Such as South Africa. Yeah. Oh, that was the first girl. Yes. Such huh? as. And she went on to say oh, something man. about maps. We need to right. give everyone maps. Right. To help the edu- <laughs> education of such, uh, as Af- such as Afghanistan. I'm glad she has recovered from it. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow, everybody. Take care.